It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, November 10th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the end of week. Beckler and Shauna, piss cast extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, I'm struggling through it here, Shauna. Just try, I got no voice. Yeah. Just trying to You're get fighting. to the end. <laughs> You're fighting it. And I am trying to fight something. Uh, um, I feel it, but I've held it at bay the last couple days. It's okay. It's just a, the, the little scratchy throat and the going through some chills and hot flash. And I'm like, oh. But it's good. Keeping up, eight. You now need to go home and relax. Well, man. it's a long weekend for us, so I got three days with nothing to do yeah. other than just try to get my voice back. So. Totally, yeah. Uh, what do you have going on this weekend? Uh, going to Lake Louise tomorrow. Lovely. Uh, my boyfriend is in town, so we're actually treat, treating ourselves. We're staying at the Chateau Lake Louise and Ooh. going skiing for the day. <laughs> Are you going to have an omelette? Mumsy, could I have some... Perhaps a banana. An omelette with a banana. What's the other one? The, uh, the, the marmalade. Some marmalade. I'll have some marmalade on my toast, mama. You were saying that this is the first time Cliff has seen your new place? Yeah. That's insane. I know. I've when did there, you move in there? I think May. Wow. So, it's crazy. I know. So, him and I obviously are in a long-distance relationship, and just the way our schedules have worked out... Uh, he hasn't been able to make it this way. I've gone that way. Or we've met in the summer in Toronto together, or we met in Vegas, which yeah. it, honestly, sometimes it's cheaper for us to both fly to a place like Vegas than it is for us to fly to each other. So mm-hmm. that's kind of been the summer this year. So yeah, he saw my place for the first time wow. yesterday. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a nice weekend together. Yeah. Uh, we are off on Monday. I know lots of people aren't. It just we depends. Are. Like my kids have school. Yeah. Just depends which. Uh, which industry you're in and who regulates it because we're federally regulated we get a I can't believe it's not a stat in Alberta though I know it's so many stats and you think Remembrance Day is a pretty important one that people should get but yeah, yeah. It, well yeah Ontario still doesn't have Remembrance Day off I'm like what yeah. the frick of all the stats that's the one that you choose not to have that's odd. odd well we'll be back on Tuesday then so yeah. we'll leave you with this podcast here for the weekend uh, honestly I'm just I'm, I'm burnt so I'm gonna just Give your Dive right into her. And we'll do it. I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't have COVID by tomorrow. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was FaceTime with my parents last night, and they were telling me the funniest story about my youngest brother. Um, my youngest brother loved the guy. He's very smart, very worldly. He's the artist. Yeah. Um, bit soft. Okay. More than a little soft, I would say. Fair. Like. <laughs> He's the one who's had COVID like 82 times, right? Yeah, he's like broken COVID records, basically, because his body just can't fight it off. His body's a little off. soft, clearly. Yeah, yeah, like if the wrong kind of spore lands on him okay. or something, he'll just break that kind of stuff, right? Okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, he my dad drives him to work so he doesn't have to find parking downtown. So he, he gets down to work and... As they oh, pull very up, nice. Yeah, they see this, um, they see these, these birds eating another bird. But that bird isn't dead yet. Oh, God. But they said they've, like, plucked its eyes out, and it's, like, oh my clearly God. still alive. But, That's awful. And my dad's like, well, he's like, I got to get home to drive your mom somewhere. But he's like, you should probably finish that bird off instead of just leaving it there to die. And my brother's like, oh, no. Like, I have to do this. So he goes into his work, and he gets the ice scraper. And he comes out and scares all the other birds off. Oh and then, like, decapitates this dying bird to put it out of its misery. Oh, my God. Which... And this lady's walking by and sees him do this with like no other birds around. He's like, it was it was suffering. I didn't. I'm not just a bird killer, you know. But uh, 
he was so shooken up by this, like it bothered him for the rest of the day. And then when he got home, he's like, I'm so stressed I have a cold sore from this now. Oh my God. <laughs> Did he call in sick for work the next day? I think he went into work, but he was pretty rattled. Oh man, that's funny. He got <laughs> yeah. a cold sore from... He, he I had mean, to kill this bird. That is pretty crap. Like the fact that he sucks. did that isn't necessarily soft, but yeah, the cold sore after, the instant cold sore. Good point. He did, he did what needed to be done. He did. He stepped up, even though he didn't want to do it. Yeah. But Just then that it his, really... his body reacted to <laughs> oh, it after. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't have COVID by tomorrow. He's just going to show right back there. <laughs> that soft, the, soft body. feel the sadness of that bird's death throughout my body. I hope it ends in just one cold sore and not Poor guy. several more. <laughs> Man, Let's like if, it, if, the wor if society ever collapses, uh, he's going to have to ally himself with someone who can do the dirty work. Because yes. it's not going to be him. It's not. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're either not eating or... I, sorry, I can't gonna, do this. I'm going to have a cold sore. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were laughing yesterday about the bad, bad matchup between San Jose and Edmonton. Yeah, the two night. worst teams in the NHL. Two worst teams in the NHL faced off against each other. And everybody was talking about how they were like, there could be, the, the score could be like 13 to 12. Like how many goals are going to be scored? It wasn't 13 to 12. It wasn't. It was 3-2 yeah. for San Jose, mm. which pleases me. More than you'd know. Yes. San Jose, the worst team in the league, beat the Oilers, which... Like, the Bruins won last night, too. I'm like, that's great. More this important. This more so. <laughs> when we were talking about this, <sighs> the concept of watching this game, I was more excited to watch that than I was to watch, like, a normal Leafs game. Because it's... So we love watching train wrecks, I think, yeah. as humans. We truly do. And especially when it involves a team like Edmonton that had such high expectations yeah. right picked by so many people to win the cup this year i know cup or bust they were saying well oh it's looking God. like it's going to be a bust yep yep i'd say so there likely be management coaching changes yep coach jay woodcroft will have to head back into the forest to stockpile nuts for the winter <laughs> <laughs> squirrely man Squirrely. yep it got me thinking though i was like the nhl should totally market this they should make these like these matchups a thing midway through take the two bottom feeder teams again everybody loves to watch a car crash happen but actually market it that way well in the i mean in in european soccer they have relegation right yeah so you like the worst teams are playing for something to not get sent down a league i wish we had something like that in the nhl oh, that would be fun if you were playing to stay in the league, but I agree with you. Yeah. Regardless, like people would watch it. If you market it in a certain way, everybody would be like, let's watch this train rock and Yes. When the two worst teams in the league match up against each other, make it a big deal. Tonight, it's the battle of the bottom feeders. An old fashioned toilet bowl. Which team will suck worse? Who will get sent down to the minors? Who wants that first overall draft pick more? It's a sh team showdown. You've seen teams suck. But not like this. 7 Eastern, 5 Central. Jersey Tossin starts at 8. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got a few Fortune 500 businesses for you, Shauna. Oh, good. Uh, the first two are actually honorable mentions because they're not here. Do We we don't count Edmonton as local enough, do we? No. Okay, no. these are both from Dustin. He spotted these in Edmonton. There's uh, an optometry place called You and I. With UIE, obviously, yeah. Very simple. I like it, yep. Also a dental clinic called philosophy oh i like that great pun i like that excellent a lot yeah philosophy philosophy love that big fan uh and then this one i i don't even know if you count this or not Shana, but you've probably seen these uh these like tutoring centers around town called mathnasium mm. it's not a good pun no but is it a pun 
I mean, it's a play on words. Uh, that's what a pun is defined as, so I suppose so. It's just not... It, it's a portmanteau. Yeah. I mean, we... It's kind of a shoehorn in there. But you know what? I acknowledge it. It's fine. <laughs> we do, we usually don't judge the puns that we put no, on the list. You're either on the list or you aren't. You're yep. a pun or you're not. I'll say, so I'll say it's on the list, yeah. Weak pun, but it belongs on the list. Yes. Um, also, I have a great literal business name. This yes. was uh, submitted by a friend of the show, John. This is something new we've started doing where we highlight these businesses with very literal names. Yeah. So John sent us the picture of this one, and it's it's a good one. Yeah. He drove past a business called Affordable Gravestones. Straight to the point. There's just no question about what they're selling over Definitely at Affordable not. Gravestones. So nope. uh, we made a free commercial for them. Yeah, here. we did. So your grandma died, and she didn't leave any money. You don't have any money. Or maybe you didn't love her. Affordable gravestones. Are these the fanciest gravestones? No, but they'll mark the spot where you put a stiff in the ground. Affordable gravestones. You couldn't save grandma, but you can't save her cash. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You got a conspiracy for us this morning, Shauna? I do. Wildly unfounded, but I saw it and That's I was like, like oh, here. here we go. That's here what we, we go. Like. So it involves Aaron Rodgers. Okay, who is a, you know, quarterback for the Jets. Yes. Um, so he was traded to the Jets from the Packers. Mm -hmm. And he's old. And when this happened, a lot of people were questioning, you know, what was going to happen with his career. And it was all kind of on the fence here. And then right, like four snaps into his first game of the season, he tore his Achilles and he's been out. Yeah, it was quick, wasn't it? Super quick. Yeah. Like just first four snaps. There we go. Done for the rest of the season. So normally... An Achilles injury is like it's season ending. It takes forever to recover from. Yeah. And sometimes I'm, a nurse once told me that some Achilles, she said sometimes people will never walk the same again yeah. after they tear their Achilles. It's, it's an awful, awful yeah. injury. And he is making this insane recovery right now. And everybody's looking at this. And even he said, I may return this season. Drugs? Like, doctors drugs? and every pe everyone who knows anything about Achilles is like, there's no way that you should make a recovery that quickly. This makes no sense to anybody. So now people are wondering if he's faked his injury. Oh. Whoa. A fake injury? Why? Well, that's the thing that's kind of unclear. People are like, perhaps it was because he was on the fence about remaining one more season and then, you know, just do this so he's out, but he's still in for the season. Uh, perhaps the the pressure had gotten to him about being old or he tried and was like, I actually shouldn't be here. And he went out for that reason. He also recently admitted to doing some ayahuasca and some think he had this epiphany to fake an injury when he was <laughs> on the drug and take some time off. Okay. So Why not just retire then? This is the thing. Like, but it, some people think with the money involved, maybe there were some bets that mm. were involved where he needed to remain in the NFL in some way. Just to so this has layers. Bets. It's got a lot of layers. So who knows? Again, wildly unfounded. But then there's a really weird part of this because there's this parody account on Twitter that predicted the injury two and a half hours before it happened. And the tweet was, Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles on a rain-drenched MetLife turf in two and a half hours. Wow. And That's very specific. It was. And 11 million people saw that tweet. It was then deleted, but there's pictures of it all over the internet. And then that account was banned from Twitter. I and mean, it, it happened two and a half hours after. It's probably the most likely explanation there is probably just that the NFL is so big and there's so many people tweeting about it yes. every weekend mm -hmm. that... Someone just happened to get it right. Totally. But but it's this parody account that has quite a large following as well. And then the account was deleted. And then the account was deleted and banned. So just a whole bunch of weird stuff going like on that. here. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
So on the plausibility scale, this is where we assign a rating to the likelihood that this conspiracy is true. Yep. The the rating starts at 10 out of 10 and goes up from there because yes. we believe all of these. Mm -hmm. um, how many Paul Pierce pooped his pants out of 10 do you give these, Shauna? I mean, it's intriguing, but there's not a lot of reasoning behind it. So I'm going to say 13 and a half or 14 Paul Pierce pooped his pants out of 10. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Cool. Good. Podcast. I was reading up a bit more about what happened with that Paul Pierce pooping his pants thing. So this was in 2008. I just Googled Paul Pierce poop pants, and this was the first article that came up. So this was in 2008 in the NBA Finals. He had to leave the game. He was injured on the floor, and he had to leave the game for a bit. He had to go sit in a wheelchair. And then he went down the tunnel and came back, and everyone's like, did he poop his pants? Is that just him trying to get off the floor because he pooped his pants? Yeah. So, um... Sam, you're here. Do you know this story? Come on in. Go grab a mic. So he gave this, he's tried to like dispel these rumors over the years. And he gave this interview to The Athletic a couple years ago that just killed me. He said, if you poop your pants, does it make sense to sit down and mush it in a wheelchair? I would walk back there and go straight to the bathroom. Why would I need a wheelchair if I poop my pants? You don't sit down in your poop, right? It doesn't make sense. Having to defend your poopy pants like that is absolutely hilarious. But I think like that, in a serious interview. But I think sitting is better than standing in that situation. Because if you stand, if he did poop his pants, but no, you go to the. Out. That's why you don't just stand there. You run away. Why would you stand there with poop in your pants? Go and get rid of it. Down the tunnel. He's in the middle of the basketball court. He's like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. I don't know. Sitting in his worst. He doesn't even call oh. for a sub. Just runs right down the tunnel. Poop a pants. They were wearing poop pants. They were wearing the Celtics were wearing their whites, whites that night too. Yeah. So maybe that's why he sat down. Maybe he's like, if I could just get. To the tunnel, I can go change, clean myself up, so, and change, and come back. You, you, have, you know, you're a good friend when look, you sit down, look, friend, I need you to wheel me down the freaking tunnel ASAP. I shit myself, okay? I gotta get out of here. Oh my I, god, Paul's hurt I'm really shut. bad. <laughs> I'm shut. I'm shut. shut. The it's my ass. <laughs> I, I, just, I love that interview because he's like, it doesn't make sense. Like he's no. trying to convince you. That's so You wouldn't funny. sit in your poop, right? Oh, my God. I feel like he just needs to, like, fully admit to it. Yeah. He's, like, joked around it a few times, but I just love him on the record be like, It's true. I pooped my pants. Look, I did. I pooped. The Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Just have to pull up the email here with all the information from our contact, Chelsea at Shane Holmes. I think Chelsea's actually off on her honeymoon right now. Yeah. She's taking a long Congratulations, honeymoon through. Congratulations, Chelsea parts of Europe, which is very cool. So awesome. Uh, Shane Homes builds in the neighborhood of Vermilion Hill. They have a new phase of lane homes available. This is a really, really nice community out on the southwest edge of town, um, just uh, just south of Sutina there. It's, I think I've said before that if I were to build a new house anywhere in the city, I think this is the neighborhood that I would go for. It's so close to the mountains. Yeah, no kidding. And the ring road's right there. And yeah. yeah there's just, uh, you could get out to Bright Creek in no time. It's very awesome. cool. A hardy board and detached double car garages are standard there. It's a designated dark sky community. Yes. Lane homes start from the low 600s. If you need any more information, shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This might be a dumb question, but how do actors cry on command? We watched Armageddon for Family Movie Night. There's quite a bit of crying in that movie. Yes. Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis, Liv Tyler, they all cry at mm -hmm. some point. And I realized that if I were asked to cry for a movie role, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's called acting. This is part of training. This is he what they do. Acting. Acting. <laughs> I am an uh, actor. That is part, yeah. Could you do it? No. 
No. Uh, and I took like acting lessons and stuff. Or, Did like, you? Well, just drama in high school, oh. basically. But uh, that's part of it is that they teach you. It's just recalling on super emotional things that would make you cry and then try to recall those moments back to cry then. Uh, I can't. I can't do it. I just don't cry very much to begin with. Some people are very good at it, though. I don't either. I haven't cried in like a decade. Yeah. I don't cry. I work out. I don't cry. I work out. Tear tear ducts are cemented shut. Yeah. Uh, But that's, yeah, what it's about. It's just trying to recall moments Ah. that are really emotional and made you cry then and try and bring them back. I've said the only thing that will get me choked up is soldier homecoming videos. So, yeah, watch a bunch of those. I'd have to be in my trailer and, like, right up till the moment that we shoot. Yes. And just, like, watching, like, children be reunited with their parents who served overseas. You're in a scene and they're like, okay, you need to cry. And, like, hold on, hold on. And you just pull up your phone. (laughs) I just need to watch this video real quick, okay? There's some guy behind the director holding an iPad with, like... There it is! Dad and his daughter hugging. He's never met his daughter. Oh, no. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw the word hootenanny yesterday. And I was like, oh, that's a great word. A hootenanny. I don't use the word hootenanny enough, I've realized. When it comes to referencing a party, for example, I should be using hootenanny, you know? Throwing a party is one thing, but throwing a hoot nanny just sounds better. Hoot nanny sounds very southern to me. Oh, sounds like there's going to be fid- fiddling. There's going to be yeah, some clapping, some knee slapping, some stomping, maybe some spoons. Yeah, maybe some spoons, maybe some cousin loving. Does sound like a great well, aside from the cousin loving. I mean, you and Saskatchewan would love that. But, uh, <laughs> maybe say hey, no. I would, maybe hey, all no. of that minus the the cousin loving. I'm good with. Maybe some moonshine. Definitely moonshine. Uh, that's okay. I'm good with that. Just not the cousin loving. Got me thinking about all the other words for party there is though. There's a lot. There are lots of terms. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Do you have one? Do you Ooh. remember the word shindig? Shindig was big, yeah. yeah. That was big for all. I was never a big fan of the shindig. I don't think, I, I, I didn't like that one. When we were young, my friends used to call sleepovers shindigs when they involved guys because they did. They thought sleepover was a girl's term. That's pretty funny. They thought the guys couldn't say, do you want to have a sleepover? So they would call them shindigs. Shindigs, that sounds more. <laughs> what about a jig? A soiree? A soiree is fancy. That's very fancy. Every term has its own connotations, it right? It does, yeah. Like I even think about big house parties. Like a like a rager, like the term rager. Someone has a rager. That's a party that's getting out of control at that yep. point, isn't it? A ball it? is much more classy. Again, if you wanted to tone it down, we're going to a ball. I've always really loved the term mixer. Oh, having a little mixer at the house. You want to come by? And it's like, ooh, that's a good one. That sounds like it could be fun. Like you're gonna mix some guys and some girls. I and like a little that. This, little a little that. mixer. Hey, yeah. That's a good one. See where the night goes. I like that gala again. A very fancy party. A kick up. Kick up? Okay. A kick up. That's a new one. That's one that I was like, nah, that's all right. A shaker? A shaker. Yeah. Mover and a shaker. A shaker is like a get together that gets a little more energy, isn't mm-hmm. it? Ooh, I like a shaker. That also here. sounds enticing. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. My, mixer, my mixer just turned into a shaker. Ooh. <laughs> we mixing cousins or? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have another thing you can't look cool doing. Excellent. Uh, which we're actually planning to turn this into a video series soon. Yes. So watch for that because we've had so many of these and yeah, some totally. of them. Will translate well to video. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was from friend of the show, Sarah. She sent us an email and said, uh, trying to get into a car that isn't yours. She she sent this email and I was like, have we done this one before? But no, I think we've talked about this before, but not acknowledged it as it can't look cool doing And you cannot look cool doing that. No. Sarah said this happened to her a few weeks ago. She's like, I felt so stupid standing there trying to open the car only to find out it wasn't mine when the actual owner came and said it was their car. Super not cool. And I responded, I was like, it's even more worse if you actually get into the, the car. Yep. Uh, which and my grandma did once. Got into the wrong car? Got into the wrong car. So grandpa dropped her <laughs> off at the front door and she ran in, came back, sat down into the wrong car. 
And the guy beside her turned to her and was like, well, I don't know how my wife would feel about this. <laughs> and she was there like, was oh, someone my. in the car. There was someone in the vehicle. It was another older man and lovely, lovely man, clearly, and super quick on his feet because apparently that's what he responded with. I was like, that is quick. What right a charmer, there. hey? What a charmer. That yeah. guy's got game. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe she'd consider going with him now. <laughs> you can't look cool trying to get into the wrong car. No. You especially can't look cool. If uh, you actually get into the car, no. and then if there's somebody already in the car, yikes. Although he looks super cool for his response. <laughs> Did he ever? So there you go. Did he ever? The other thing is, like, the owner isn't going to make any effort to help you out. No. They'll come up and be like, um, mm-hmm. can I help you? Yeah. He's like, oh, this isn't my car. Like, <laughs> you've, you've done this too. We've all done this. Yeah. Believe it or not, they made more than one of these when they made these cars, and mine looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't act like you're so cool. It, it's um, cool. Excuse me, can um, I help you? This is my vehicle. I'm just being not cool. Can you <laughs> can you cut me some slack here? The and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I was thinking about the word carnival. And I was like, where does that word come from? So when you hear the word carnival, you think like a fair or a traveling circus or something like that, Mm -hmm. right? And that sense of the word dates back to 1893. And it was first used at the big World's Fair that happens in Chicago, which Ah. is, yeah, where the very first Ferris wheel was and the big fair. And Does that still happen? I believe it does. Not quite as big of a deal as it was back then. Definitely not. No, back then it was truly the World's Fair. Like people would go, it was the biggest spectacle in the world, right? And it was called a carnival. So they started using that word. But it was weird because before that it was a Catholic word. And it was used to describe the festivities that would happen the day before Lent begins on Shrove Tuesday or Fat Tuesday. And of course that was a big celebration as well. So you can kind of see how it morphed. But carnival literally means... It comes from the Latin term carnum laver, which means the taking away of meat. That's all it means. Well, that makes perfect sense because then Catholics go into Lent yep. and they don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. So and they just go nuts with meat at their carnival. That's before. it. They go crazy before saying goodbye to meat. And carne, now uh, you can hear that in different languages and that makes sense. So that's what that means. It actually just means meat. But now when we say carnival, we're just saying farewell to meat which is a weird way of describing a fun festive time but that's what it comes from is yeah just saying goodbye to the meat before they all during lent do give it up entirely so it's the big festival before eat all the meat you can stuff your meat in your mouth and get that meat in you get your drive the meat in you well it's even like um like elementary schools will have like their winter carnival or whatever right there so it has (laughs) it has nothing to do with no. Teeing off on a bunch of meat before it, you say goodbye. Although it's so funny to think of that visual now every time somebody talks about, yeah, the big happy carnival, and you're like, hmm, it's weird. Just, Buy meat carnival. <laughs> Buy meat. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Got a couple TV tropes for Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, first of all, Sherry sent this one. It's, she said, anytime there's an open mic situation and an awkward pause, there's mic feedback. Yeah. Always. There's the classic sound of mic feedback that you hear, and it always just really enhances the awkwardness. Yes, that's how you know whoever's going to speak is going to be awkward. Absolutely. Uh, On top of that, another one that I'd like to quickly add is grads in movies and TV shows. There is always a massive moment where somebody comes up on stage and has a huge revelation. You know what I mean? And Again, then they'll drop the mic at the end, and you'll hear that feedback as the mic drops the ground, too. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I've... 
Does this happen at grads often where people storm the stage and then reveal something really dramatic and it like ruins all of grad? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I think in, you'd have to be yeah. incredibly egotistical to do that, right? wouldn't you? Like, but it happens in every... Like, there's never a graduation in any TV show or movie that doesn't have some <laughs> dramatic big reveal, right? And all the parents who are just there to see their kid are like, what's this all what about? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know any of these people. They're like, geez, I didn't realize my kid was going through a school with this much drama. Holy hell. I mean, in fairness to that TV trope, though, mic feedback does happen quite often. You're right. You know, it seems like it happens... At most MC things that I do, you know? Fair. Yeah. Until they it dial does. it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, so it really adds the uh, awkwardness. Yeah. But it's kind of true. Okay. This is, I have one too, and it's it's in the same vein. I think it actually does happen sometimes in real life, but the car schmelty, the car meltdown. Oh, yeah. Where someone, it was, it was the show I was watching, one of the characters got some bad news and he went out to his car and he sat there for a moment and then he had a full freak out, like pounding the steering wheel and shaking his seat and hairs all over the place. Oh, yeah. I do think people, Maybe freak out in their car because it's a private moment, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, definitely driving, right? But yeah. not to this. This is a different one where you're not driving. You're just sitting in your car and using it as a vent. Little, yes. A little venting booth. And they love to show that a character is unraveling or things are going very Absolutely. poorly for them with the car schmelty. Yeah, yeah. The old-fashioned car schmelty. Maybe you'll give that a go today. Have a car schmelty? Yeah, why not? Eh, get that out give of your Give her a try. Don't see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> the Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? I got this piece today from my, my brother, the soft one. Soft uh, he's, brother. Okay. He's reading this book about the human brain. Yeah. And he sent me this this one excerpt from it, and this is so cool. He said, "So basically, when your brain, when, when your eye sees some eye sees something, um, it takes a there's a bit of lag between like what you see and it making its way through your eye to your brain and then being processed." It's about is that what deja vu is? No. Delay. Anyway, no, matter. I don't think so. This okay. is so this it's like a fifth of a second basically, yep. it's just a split second, but a fifth of a second can matter for certain things that happen very fast, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what the brain does is it continually forecasts what the world is going to look like about a fifth of a second from now. Whoa. So like if you look out the window right now, Sean, and you see that car driving by, yeah. you're seeing ever so slightly into the future. Crazy. Because your brain is anticipating that. That's terrifying to think about. Kind of in the same vein, but not entirely. Uh, one of my best buddies is an optometrist, and he was explaining to me how... Uh, hitting a, a pitch in baseball works. And he said, the pitch comes so fast that the eye can't track it all the way. Right. So it, it's called cicadic eye movement, I think. Your eye just like picks it up at a few different spots on its path from leaving the pitcher's hand to ending up on the bat. Ah, so again, it looks like you almost have to anticipate yep. where it's going to be because the eye, you can't process it that fast. Totally. So that's why like, I mean, getting a hit in baseball is just so incredible because... Like, it happens faster than you can even really... Well, you have to start swinging the bat before it gets to it. You have to anticipate and hope that you're right about where it's going, right? Which is so insane. Yeah, and he said it's not a smooth movement, your eye tracking the ball from the pitcher to the catcher. It's just like you see it at a couple different points, and then you, guess, I guess, guess or anticipate where it's going to be. Yeah. Wild. And this all happens without us even really thinking about it. So... Weird. We see into the future. We do. Uh, we were talking earlier about horns, and I was saying that I think we need two different types of horns. You need the, like, the, or or more, but I said, you know, you need the friendly horn that's just, like, the reminder that the, the light just turned green and you're not looking, or the, uh, oh, crap, I'm going to die, die. horn yep. that's really more obnoxious. And a friend of the show, Ben, messaged and told us that uh, the Porsche used to actually have that. 
there used to be an option where it would be two different types of horns. One that was a button you could press, and it was just like a quick little beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And then the main horn as well. And I was like, interesting. I tried to look into it, and I couldn't read. I couldn't find much about it. Um, but dual tone horns are like available aftermarket. You know, things that you can actually buy. And that's what it is. So one will be a loud blast and the other one's just a a little quieter or two different tones. You know, Mm -hmm. a a lighter one and a more heavy tone so you can actually use different types of horns. And I was like, well, that's interesting. You can get them installed. They're pretty cheap. They're like, you can get some for like 25 bucks. So there was another friend of the show who said that he thinks that the the horn should sound like the the makers, the automaker's name. Yes. So like a Jeep Jeep. Or a Jeep, Ford. Jeep. Which is really funny as well. <laughs> that would be really funny. Your, fo- your horn has its own personality. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f*** they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.